Welcome to Her Story Podcast. My name is Paige, and as my Genius Hour project, I'll be highlighting influential women in sports and the struggles or adversities that they have to face to bring their A-game. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Her Story Podcast. I'm Paige, and today with me, I have Kim Shu. Um, she was a basketball player at Meredith College for four years, and she also ran track, I believe. Yes, I actually did not the running part of track. I did the throwing part of track. Um, So I actually threw shot put and javelin. So that wasn't in the plan, but it became part of the plan. And I'm I'm glad I did. Gotcha. All right, we're just going to start with some questions. So um, how is that balancing school and being an elite athlete? College is a lot and so is sports. So like, how did you balance those two? That is probably the number one question that I receive as an athlete, especially at the collegiate level, because now you're balancing additional workouts with college level classes. And so I would have to say balancing that is really and it really depends on if you are really, really good with time management skills. So. For example, my average day preseason would be I'd wake up at 5 o'clock. I'd have a lift of workout at 5.45, but the lift starts at 5.45, so you've got to get there at 5.30, get the whole team stretched, ready to go. From 5.45 to about 7, we're lifting, we're doing cardio, whatever our trainer has planned for us, and then I'm heading back to my dorm or back to my apartment, and I'm grabbing breakfast, I'm showering, and I'm getting ready for classes throughout the day. Um, I have class from like nine to two thirty three. We have practice five thirty to if it's preseason five thirty to eight thirty, and then homework, studying, and repeat. So, if you have a really good time management skills, you'll either succeed at first or you'll you'll fail, and then you'll really get used to the flow of things. So, um, having my teammates to lean on to during this was awesome because it was also like an accountability aspect. So I knew my teammates were going to be there and that also pushed me to get up and get moving. So balancing that definitely, I gained time management skills through high school being an athlete as well. Um, but it just became part of my lifestyle and I lived for it. So that's probably what, what I would say about that. Um, and also like getting from, the point of playing like rec sports to being able to play collegiately were the things you missed out on because you were so busy playing your sport? Yes. Um, middle school, I played a little bit of everything. I did volleyball, basketball, and track. But um, I realized that I wanted to become more ser- more serious about playing basketball. So I had to give up um, continuing to play other sports for fun because I had to put more time and effort into increasing my skill level in basketball. So I would say between middle school and high school, I did a lot of time um, playing travel basketball. And we would, our summers would be comprised of two-a-day workouts. We'd have a workout and a practice. We'd travel from Chicago to Atlanta, playing to get seen by college coaches. And so while other people are at the beach or hanging out with their friends, I was probably sweating in a gym for like the third time that day. Um, But I definitely gained a lot of um, camaraderie with my teammates and my family was super supportive and it just created a whole nother environment where I've like meshed well and fit in and I loved what I was doing and so I definitely missed out on a lot of I would say like more social aspects that people enjoy doing but I, I gained a whole nother positive aspect of like being an athlete so yeah 
even now it's hard like if my family wants to do something over the weekend for to celebrate a birthday but I have games like that whole day then it's really difficult to figure something like that out but with all that time you spend so many times with like the great friends you find growing up so what's your favorite like moment or memory as an athlete Oh my gosh, there are so many because like like you said earlier, I played basketball and then I also picked up track and field at the collegiate level. And so there's so many memories I have that um, go all the way back from middle school to the collegiate level. But um, if I had to pick a couple, my favorite basketball memory was probably hitting a game-winning three-pointer versus one of our out-of-conference high schools. I played for Apex High School and we we didn't have um, Leesville High School in our conference, so we played them out of conference every year. Um, and we would always go back and forth, winning and losing, winning and losing. Um, and one year, I hit a game-winning shot with, like, the clock running down, just like in the movies. It was it was <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> um, I actually have it on video, too, so it's really cool to go back and watch that. And um, another, like, that was, like, a core memory, like, in the movie um, with all the emotions. I don't know if you... Inside Out. Yes, that's one of the the golden the golden memories. Um, my dad, he was the scorebook, so you can see him like standing up at the scores table. My mom was the photographer, so you can she's capturing like pictures of the moment. Um, the boys' team was waiting to come in through the back of the gym, so you can see them like getting all hype and excited. And then my team's like rushing, like it's like this big like memory I can like piece mm -hmm. together. Um, but yeah, there there's so many great memories. That's probably number one on the list. Yeah. Um, and also, you did go to Meredith College, which is like a smaller college in North Carolina. Was it in your plans to go to a smaller college or was that just like how it worked out? And are you glad it happened that way? Yeah, I definitely knew that I wanted to stay local. I love the North Carolina area. I've never been one to kind of just venture out and like plot myself somewhere else for like, I'm not going to call it like no reason, but I just love the area I was in. And we have so many great colleges in, in um, North Carolina anyways. But what actually drew me to Meredith was the fact that they have one of the best teacher education programs. And being an athlete is also, you have to think about like if I injure myself on the first day of practice and yeah. I'm out for like the year, mm -hmm. am I still going to love the institution that I'm going to? And so that was a huge part of my choice in selecting my college. And so Meredith has one of the best teacher education programs. I got into the, the program and into the school. And then the basketball coach actually started recruiting me at the time I was applying. And so it was kind of like a win-win. Um, yeah. I got to go through the teacher education program. And now I love my job as an elementary school PE teacher, like, the best thing ever but I also got to enjoy a whole nother route of being an athlete at the same time and being super successful and it was it was really a win-win so even though it was smaller I still I enjoyed it so much and I did see that you were Meredith athlete of the year for 2020 2021 That's yes. Cool. <laughs> yes so a, a big part of that was um I had a very successful years from my freshman year to my senior year. Um, and my freshman year, I was actually rookie of the year as well. So I came in with a bang and then I kind of, I, what I brought to the program that it really helped us out. I was in more of like a, a power forward, big man position. Um, so I could post up the, the small girls if they put them on me, but I could also drag out like the, the post players and knocked down an outside shot or I was quick enough to get around them. So my assets really proved beneficial to the program and the conference I was playing in. And again, with like 
my my mindset and I'm one to always give a hundred percent. It really it really proved to be worth it because I did end up getting athlete of the year senior year. But I also played um, actually also through javelin and I hold the school record currently for the longest javelin throw. Um, so that also played a huge part. And then I helped out the golf team as well during my senior year. So I played three sports during my last year. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, YOLO, you only live once. So I made the most yeah. of it. <laughs> um, but through like, Obviously, you said a super important part was how, like, much you brought to the program. But something that also goes into sports that is kind of overlooked sometimes is the coaches. So were there any, like, throughout your whole career, it doesn't matter when, coaches that just, like, stood out to you or they said something that stuck with you through all of it? First one that comes to my mind, my travel um, AAU basketball coach absolutely fantastic i worshipped that man because he he got me into weightlifting too um which i now consistently do um but he was oh my gosh didn't matter if didn't matter where you came from who who like oh my gosh you showed up if you were ready to work he was ready to put you to work and i mean i i gained so much discipline i gained so much knowledge of the game um just an all around guy who pushed you to the limits and helped me hugely in the recruiting process too. But um, he was also someone that I could talk to and just like sit down and have a conversation. Um, we could laugh, but then when we went on the court, it was full blown respect. And so to have someone who you can talk to about recruiting, but also talk about like what you had for breakfast and mm -hmm. then step on the court and ask like a serious question about why am I cutting this way instead of back door or something, that's kind of like, that's an all around person who you can rely on. And I mean, I still communicate with him nowadays. So it's really great to have someone like that. Who's not just living, breathing basketball. And then sometimes that can turn people away because there's more to life than sports. Um, so I would definitely have to say he, he 100% takes a cake. Um, my mom was also my rec coach growing up. So I got to give props to her for starting me in the whole thing. Um, but yeah, that they were, they were awesome. That's awesome because it's really important. Like coaches can turn people away from the sport so quickly. 100%. Like you can have one not good coach or one like for sports that have like they call them teachers or whatever. Like that can make you completely reconsider why you're doing it. And it's so disappointing. Um, but it's also so amazing when you get those coaches that are make you want to keep coming back. Like you inspire me. Like I just want you inspired me to get to where I want to be. Yes. And it's huge. Like if you go on um, like visits to places, it's really unique to see how the coaches interact with their players at that point, because that's a huge, like that's a copy paste representation of you in their shoes next year. That's what you're going to be receiving. So it's really all about how like the community they're creating, the relationship building that they're like pursuing. And it's, it's, it's huge to, um, to sports and like if you're choosing to play or not um and with coaches they can give you like those pieces of, of advice that you just remember forever did you have any of those or even if it's not an ad advice that a coach gave you like 
a motto you try and live by or model yourself off of when you play sports? Yes, I am a glass half full person. So I'm huge on mental toughness. Um, and so I am known for being super calm in super stressful situations. So if there's like 10 seconds left and we're down by two, like I want to be on the free throw line because I am able like just throughout so many sports. I mean, I'm 23 and I started playing sports when I was six. So I've played them my whole life so I've been coached by such awesome people growing up that I have like a sense of like calmness when it comes to tough situations um, and that's what draws me to be a leader on the court as well um, I was a captain for two years in high school a captain for three years in college and so I think those characteristics also like just having a level head taking deep breaths I have a free throw ritual um, as far as like words to live by I'm not sure I have like a go-to quote or something like that, but I'm just all about like glass half full, the positive outcome, cheering others on. I'm never one to go over someone if they turn over the ball and, and say something negative. I'm just like a pat on the back. Hey, next one's yours. Like, why are we going to dwell on something that happened in the past when we've got 23 minutes left to play? I don't have time for that. I don't want to talk about that. We just got to improve next time. And plus, like what you say on the court dramatically impacts your teammates. Your body language dramatically impacts your teammates. And so, I mean, just going up to someone and the way you encourage them or tear them down after an, a crucial moment in the game can mm -hmm. be huge. So I'm, I'm more all about actions than words, I guess, is what yeah. I'm that. Um, and it's so important also to, like, people like you on a team, especially if you're, like, new to the team or whatever, if you're kind and you're just trying to encourage them and trying to help them succeed, then that is so important because that can draw someone to a team. I just joined my club soccer team a year ago, and mm -hmm. I already knew a lot of people on the team, but it was so helpful because they were the nicest people ever, and we have this bond like no other. Like, mm -hmm. no other team in our league compare we're just such good friends um and that's also something so important with sports yeah I just wanted to emphasize that since we're on a podcast we can't see you can't see me but like whatever Paige was saying said I was like nodding my head agreeing with everything because whenever we got new freshmen in, I was the first person to go up to them and ask like what's your name where are you from where you want to study oh my gosh you want to be a teacher like let's totally talk about that because as an upperclassman the people you're bringing in, you're establishing the culture onto them. Mm -hmm. So if you're, you're pushing them off to the side or you're like, mm, that's going to create, I mean, a negative bond on the team. But when you cycle out, what if that's how they treat the next group of people in? Yeah. So that, that's huge. I'm so glad you had a positive experience because that's that says a lot about your team too. Yeah. And it's like, you can see it in pro sports. There are different types of players, like the ones that are level-headed and then the ones that are not so much that way. And it's uh, just like, Coaches want you more the more, like, coachable you are, the more level-headed you are. If you listen to instructions, stuff like that, they're going to want you. And we have evaluations every year for my team. And you get reports on, like, how you're acting and stuff, too, because That's it's important huge. to shut up. And I'll tell you, that is what college coaches are looking for because they, like you said, they're looking for coachable people, but they're looking for how you run, well, in soccer versus basketball, like how you run off the field or how you're acting in a timeout. Are you jogging to the timeout? Are you lollygagging to the timeout? How are you interacting when your teammates come off? Are you giving them a high five? Or are you just sitting down like, oh, I should have been in there instead? Like, like comments like that. Oh my gosh, they eat that up because it's all about creating a culture. And mm -hmm. they don't want to recruit people who maybe can 
be amazing athletically. They would rather take the person who creates positive relationships and is super coachable and can create like a player out of them. Yeah. And you have played so many different sports for so long, like not saying you're old, but you've just, you have experience. <laughs> yes. but are there any adversities you've had to overcome as a female athlete? Um, I was, I was looking over these questions earlier and then I was, I was stuck on that one because since yeah. I'm such a glass half full person, I rarely think about mm -hmm. the negative things because I tend to push them to a side and just move forward. Yeah. Um, but it was, it always messed with me in high school because I went to an all women's college. So mm -hmm. We didn't have boys sports, et cetera. Um, it would always mess with me when no one would show up to our game. I'm talking like students, faculty support. And then as soon as the fourth quarter started, you would see the students walking in and sitting down. And when the boys would come out, it would be like this whole like like this whole celebration. And I'm like, that's annoying. That just Oh my gosh, you were about to have me ranting for like 10 whole minutes straight, okay? So obviously I go to like a public middle school. Yeah. And you would think that like everything's pretty fair maybe not as many people go to the girls games but the differences is insane so our first soccer game this season it was like we had a good crowd especially for like a soccer game soccer in general just doesn't have as many people especially at like a southern high school yes we had gone so we had practice during the football game the next day they had a food truck show up there were the stands were so full you couldn't find seats it was ridiculous it was ridiculous and also what really bothered me was they had like photographers that were taking pictures of the boys my mom had to bring her own camera to take pictures of us Same and it mom. was like they had people on the field taking pictures there were multiple cameras mom. they were posted for everyone to have i went through and i edited every single picture my mom took and sent it to my soccer team and then at wow. one of the girls' basketball games, so the girls' game was first and then the boys' game. And I went, and we went for the girls' game, and then we were going to sit through. I was going to leave halfway through the boys' game. Uh-huh. But it was actually my birthday, and I'd seen the game before that. The boys had a photographer, and the girls didn't. So I brought my mom's camera, and I took pictures during the girls' game. Good for you. I'm so glad you did that. But, yeah, I'm that that seems to be a constant. I mean, even nowadays, like. And then okay. there were, like, eighth grade night stuff for the baseball yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the moms were so on it for the boys baseball team. And they and I guess it was more like the moms are like, I want this for my kids. But it was just still sad because the school didn't even make an effort to like offer it for the other sports. And the they had like a food truck. They had wow pictures of their faces and all of this stuff. It was crazy. And then we actually ended up getting an eighth grade night and we had a food truck we didn't have like the pictures or whatever but it was like it seemed half done and it wasn't as organized and it was like last minute thrown together all the moms yeah, yeah. Part of it. it was it was just disappointing the thing that just doesn't make sense in my head is even like our high school football team was like oh and nine the whole season yet every single game stands are packed and it's like for a sports team, for a women's sports team who may go to like, like our lacrosse team at Apex High School a couple years ago, absolutely fantastic. We won conference like nine years in a row, but still like the stands like empty. And and our team, Apex Lacrosse, was the reason for all the banners that like 
it's just it's it's mind-boggling to me still like to this day and like I play for me and like for my teammates and because I enjoy it but Mm -hmm. like that aspect it's just it's mind-boggling it really is it's crazy and even yeah like we didn't have a good season last year but we the boys team anytime they lost a game people still showed up and they would announce the scores of the games at school the next day and they would always do the girls games last Sometimes they would forget about it, and then they would have to come back on the announcements five minutes later, like, oh, and the girls' soccer team won their game 7 nothing." It's so frustrating. Wow. wow. And no one reacts. No one tells you, good job. The only time people do that is if I, like, post something on my story, like, good game, North Garner. Yes. Oh, it's- Let me... Let me tell you the opposite side of the story. Going to an all-women's college and being an athlete, all the athletes at Meredith, we were like a girl gang. Like, we would support each other. So, like, at the basketball games, we would play our rival, Peace College, Mm -hmm. um, downtown Raleigh. My mom used to work there. Oh, my gosh. But let me tell you, that game, whether it was volleyball, softball, basketball, packed. Mm -hmm. I mean, wall-to-wall, standing room only, like, the most – hype space i ever got to play in but the softball team showed up like all of them the volleyball yeah. team showed up when the volleyball season was in i was like the basketball team i was like volleyball's playing tonight like let's go like we showed up and so uh, i think that was super neat to experience having come from like high school you're in middle school having that support be really like towards like the boys teams coming in and so to have that in college was super cool to see and I think was a huge reason why like like being an athlete that's like a that's like a whole other environment a whole other community and so I loved going to watch tennis matches and we would show up to the softball games and lacrosse and it was just it was a whole whole supportive like environment out there and it's just it's just crazy like we were watching we were flipping through the tv channels and we see like the UNC spring football game is on and I'm like, that's crazy. I can never find a UNC soccer game on TV ever. I have to go Period. to like ESPNU. I have to buy yep. so many extra subscriptions to watch games. And the spring football game that there are like so many people at, that's not even like, it's just them playing each other. And it's, it's not even, their season hasn't even started yet. Yeah. <laughs> They're already broadcasting it. <laughs> it's so frustrating. But with that being said, Clearly, you have had a great experience as a female athlete, and your advice has been so helpful for anyone who's listening, for me to hear. I love talking to female athletes. It's so awesome. But thank you for joining me today. Yes, thank you for having me. I've loved getting to talk with you, get to know you more, and share our passions as well. It's been a lot of fun. All right, thank you.